paper. And I'm telling you, we have a wonderful uh, lesson for tonight, for this month, uh, that the Holy Spirit has given to me to share. <clears throat> uh, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity to come before your presence. We thank you so much for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for this wonderful day that you've given to us. Thank you for another month you allow us to see and, and be blessed in. Thank you tonight that the Holy Spirit would train us in the way you would have us to be trained. You give us the understanding, the comprehension, to walk out by faith that you're going to share with us. We thank you that this is harvest time. This is the year of performance. And there are many such things you would do before the end of the year. We give you all praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, uh, you got your pencil and paper. I want you to write this down. And I'll get into what, uh, what, what the Lord wants us to share tonight or probably this month, we must personalize, write this down, we must personalize the scriptures in our lives. We must personalize the scriptures in our lives. So, in other words, the scripture that we read, uh, as we read them, as we meditate on them, we, we must personalize them in our lives in order for the manifestation of the scriptures to take place. And uh, and then number two, and the reason we must personalize the scripture in our lives, the Holy Spirit said to me the other day while I was walking across the floor, uh, he said this to me, uh, that I must see myself uh, like Abraham's lifestyle. Give me that again. I must see myself like Abraham's lifestyle. And I begin to ponder that, say, okay, now, what you mean by that? And he said that Jesus uh, paid for us to receive the same promise that God covenanted with Abraham uh, in the beginning. Uh, of his relationship with Abraham. Uh, he began to tell me that I need to change the way I'm seeing some things, and I know you're going to need to change the way you see, you see some things when we get through. And I said, well, what you mean? Then he took me to, I'm going to sort of go to the scripture, but then I'm going to go sort of backwards. But I got to give you this, so then I'm going to start breaking it down, what it means. And Galatians, go to Galatians chapter 3. Go to Galatians chapter 3, if you will. That's going to be our, uh, our uh, main text that we're going to have in Galatians chapter 3. Uh, I mean, you're going to be excited, but I, I'm, I, was, I couldn't wait till we got the training tonight because it's going to be so powerful. Uh, that you're going to be able to see some things or grab things. Now, in Galatians chapter 3, and I want to read in verse number 13 first. Uh, 13. I know this is a familiar scripture, but listen to what the Holy Spirit is going to say to us. And uh, because it's so important that we grab a hold of these truths <clears throat> and that these truths become revelation or the reality of what you need to live. In the, in the Passion Bible, in the TPT, 
Bible. It said, yet Christ, and notice Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. Now we need me to understand we've been totally set free from the curse of the law. Any curse of the law will be totally set free from. He observed it completely as he became a curse in our place. Now notice Jesus became a curse in our place so we would not have to partake of the curse that's in the earth. And get a hold of that. See, so he did it. He took it on him so that we would not have to take on it while we're here on this earth. For it is written, everyone who is hung upon the tree is doubly cursed. Then 14 is especially uh, 13, God is written for 14. Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place. Thank God for that. And in so doing, dissolve the curse. Now notice, class, dissolve the curse from our lives. Declare it now, I am curse free. Say it. I am curse free. I am free from the curse that's in this earth because of what Jesus died, did for me on Calvary over 2,000 years ago. Now, so that, now watch this class. Oh, let, we got to get a hold of this. And this is what the Holy Spirit began to say to me. I'm going to see myself. And uh, so that, now watch this, watch this. So that all the blessings, I want to ponder that. So that all the blessings, now notice the word all, all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon even the non-Jewish believers. And now God gives us the promise of this wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in him. Now, that set us up, go down to verse number um, 29. Same chapter. Well, let's start at verse 26. That'll be good. Verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 29. You all have become the children of God by faith in Jesus, the anointed one. It was faith that immersed you into Jesus, the anointed one, and now you are covered and clothed with his anointing. You are covered and clothed with the anointing of Jesus. That means you are highly anointed like Jesus. Now, then, then we go on and read verse number 28. And we no longer see each other in our former state. So you got to see yourself different. See, you got to see yourself different. See, you got to see yourself different from this day forward. You have to see yourself in another state. And we're going to give you that state. That word state is a position, a dimension that you can live in. Now watch this. And we no longer see each other in our former state. Jew, non-Jewish, rich or poor, male or female, because we are all one through the, our union with Jesus Christ with no distinction between us. Verse 29, that is what we're going to build upon. And since you've been united with Jesus, the Messiah, you are now Abraham's child. And, watch this, and inherit all the promise of the kingdom realm. Somehow, on a shot, glory. And inherit 
all the promises of the kingdom realm. Remember I told you that, that the kingdom of God is, is a kingdom of harvest. It's a kingdom of, of, of progression. It's a kingdom of manifestation. Now, you are the seed of Abraham. Say that I am the seed of Abraham. And because I'm the seed of Abraham, I'm now, I can now receive the inheritance that God gave Abraham in this present day. See, that covenant has still been established. It hasn't changed because covenant can't be broken. The only way covenant can be broken by death. And so now he began to say, I need you to begin to see yourself like Abraham lived and what Abraham had. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Like Abraham lived and what Abraham had. So now we're going to break it down to everything that Abraham had and, and how Abraham lived is how we're supposed to be operating in the blessings of Christ and Abraham today. It's harvest time. It's time that, and so I'm a minister harvesting Abraham's blessings. That's, that's what I'm going to be ministering on, harvesting Abraham's blessings because, because why? Because you are connected to Jesus Christ. And this is part of your inheritance. You will do this. It belongs to you. Uh, you can pursue it and go after it by faith. You can sow forward. All this is part of our born again experience. Oh, somebody say glory be to God. Now, what is, what did God give Abraham? What did God promise Abraham? What, I'm, what am I to look for? What, how am I supposed to look at this? All right. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go, to, let's, go, let's go when he started. Let's go when God started with Abraham concerning this. Let's go to Genesis now. Genesis chapter 12. And you're going to see. Praise God, praise God. Now, Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. If you will go there, I'm going to read, I'm going to be in the uh, Amplified version. I like reading that. It's just good reading. And it helps me to keep moving and not go back and forth. Now, notice this class in Genesis chapter 12. Um, yeah, Genesis chapter 12 and verse number. Well, no, let's start at verse number one. We're going to need to start at verse number one. Okay, Genesis 12. Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, now, here's what the Lord said to Abraham. Now, what the Lord said to Abraham, the Lord is now saying to you as being the seed of Abraham. So now we must personalize what God said to Abraham for us. So whatever God said to Abraham over 2,000 years ago, he said to us today as the seed of Abraham. It hasn't changed. And we got, and we got to personalize this. We got to believe this. We got to begin to see ourselves as this. I, I said, oh, God, forgive me. I have not seen myself the way you want me to see myself for as Abraham is concerned. Then say, go for yourself 
for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives, from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you abundantly with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished. You will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Now, this is what he said to Abraham. So now we said to Abraham, he said to every one of y'all that's on the line right now, every one of y'all, he's saying the same promise of covenant. Now, notice this. Then it says, verse three, and I will bless those who bless you, who convert prosperity and happiness upon you, and curse him who curses or use the insolent language towards you. And you with all the families of the kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. So Abraham departed as the Lord directed him, and Lot his nephew went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Iran. What that means is never too late to start. Hallelujah. <laughs> he's 75 and he's getting ready to enter into one of the greatest lifestyles he ever lived at the age 75. So that means we're not too late, means we, we ran in sync, that means we qualify. Now, I want us to go to, over to chapter 13. So we see what the Lord said to Abraham. Now let's see what happened. What Abraham did, Abraham followed the Lord, did what the Lord took him to. Now, Genesis chapter one, I'm sorry, Genesis 13, verse one. So Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had. So we know he wasn't broke because he took some stuff with him. And Lot went with him into the south country of Judah. And now Abraham, now notice this, now Abraham was extremely rich. Ladies and gentlemen, body of Christ, sons and daughters of God, you must begin to see yourself extremely rich. Glory be to God. Listen, the Holy Spirit begin to reveal this to me this week. We must begin to see ourselves in the light of Abraham, the father of our faith. We are do this lifestyle. Now, Abraham was extremely rich in livestock and serving gold. And so now we see Abraham begin to take on the blessings of God in his life. Well, you read the story, and they had so much to head to part. We won't get in it. We might get in that later. But I want to go to Genesis 15 now because I. My assignment right now is to get you to see as the seed of Abraham what's available to you. The same promise God made to Abraham is made to the children of Abraham for us to pursue those promises and those blessings by faith. Glory be to God. And you have to begin to have a revelation this is how I am supposed to live. Jesus died for me to live this way. Jesus died for me to enjoy my life like Abraham did. Now, watch over here in, 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 in uh, Genesis 15. Let me go over here because I want to keep reading. Now, Genesis 15 and 1, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the vision saying, fear not, Abraham, I'm your shield. Watch this. Uh, I'm your shield. 
I'm reading that Amplified. Your abundant compensation. God is the abundant compensation. That means he is the abundant compensation of your harvest. And your reward shall be exceedingly great. And your harvest shall be exceedingly great. Somebody shout glory be to the Lamb of God. This is your right. This is your inheritance. The blood of Jesus Christ was poured out on Calvary. Jesus took on the curse so you can walk in the blessing. But it's up to you to activate your faith for these promises that he has afforded to us to, to receive in our lives and believe and expect it to happen. Now, notice this. And then it goes on to say, and Abraham said, Lord, uh, what should I give you since I go, I know what he's, he's, he's talking to him and the Lord going to get talked to him and get him to sort of come in covenant with him that this is going to happen like he said. And Abraham said, Lord, what should I give you since I go childish from this world and who shall be the owner of the heir of my house in this steward, Elias of Damascus and Abraham continued, verse three, I mean, verse three, you have given me no child, and the servant born in my house is my heir. Verse 4, and behold, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, saying, the man, this man should not be your heir, but he who shall come from your own bowels shall be your heir. He brought him outside his tent to the starlight and said, look now toward the heaven, count the stars and be able to count them. Then he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And he Abraham believed, trusted, and relied on, remained steadfast to the Lord, counted it to him in righteousness, right stand. This was all this began to connect together. He said to him, I am the same Lord who brought you up, up out of the earth of the Chaldees to give you this land as an inheritance. But he, Abraham, but he, Abraham said, Lord, by what should I know that I shall inherit it? He said, bring me a half of three years old, a she-goat, three years old, a ram, three years old, turtle dove, and a young pigeon, and he brought all these things, cut them down, mill and a half, laid each half opposite of the other, but the birds he did not devour. And when the birds, the prey, swooped down to the carcass, Abraham drove them away. When he was driving away what was going to steal his covenant connection. And so we see God cutting a covenant with him and, 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 and decreeing to him, Abraham, when I said to you, it's going to happen just like I said. Now, I'm giving you this so you'll know that God meant business when he said, with what he said. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this, and you're going to be this. And, and so now, because with Abraham's seed, we have to look at Abraham as a pattern by which we live our lives, according to the gospel of truth. Amen to that. Now, let's go to verse number seven. Let's go to chapter 17. And now let's look at this. Glory be to God. My God, time gone. So now, what are you saying, man of God? I'm saying that we must begin to uh, eternalize in our spirit. The life that gave Abraham, the life that God gave Abraham is the life that he gave me 
in Christ Jesus. So I can't be ashamed of the blessings of God. I can't be ashamed of things happening supernaturally in my life because it's supposed to happen that way. God expects us to become extremely rich, just like Abraham. But I'm heir to it. I'm, I'm, I'm do it because of the blood. Now, go to Genesis 17.1. I hope you receive it. I hope you see it. I hope you get an understanding. I got much more to say to you, but tonight I have to lay the foundation. You're the seed of Abraham. And you inherited all the promises of God in the kingdom. So what that what is that? What, what did that look like? So I'm showing you what it looked like. So you have no mistake how God expects for you to live your life as a child of the king. Now, by the time you should be in Genesis 1, Genesis 17, 1, 17, verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him. Hey, we're still in the game. Praise God. Now he's talking to him at 99, praise God. To him said, I am the almighty God. Walk and live habitually before me. Be perfect, blameless, wholehearted, and complete. And I will, watch what the Lord said to Abraham, and I will make a covenant, a solemn pledge between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Get ready for God to multiply you exceedingly. I'm saying to you again, because this, this is ringing in my spirit. Get ready for God to multiply you exceedingly just like Abraham. See, it's a, it's, it's a solemn pledge. Uh, this is the oath. It can't be changed. It can't be altered. It has to, it has to be manifested in the, in the believer's life who will go out and say, I'll take the life of Abraham. I'll take what God did for me uh, so I can live like Abraham. Now, verse three, then Abraham fell on his face and God said to him, as for me, behold my covenant, my solemn pledge is for you and you shall be the father of many nations. Nor shall your name be in the Lord, be Abram high, exalt the father, but your name shall be Abraham father of a multitude. See, God changed his name because he was changing the status of how he's going to live and what he's going to produce. So every time God was calling him Abraham, he was declaring his covenant, you shall be a multitude of many. Guess what? We are part of that multitude of many. Praise God. Hallelujah. You ought to shout about that. Glory be to God. Now, then it goes to for I have made you the father of many nations. Verse six, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. Verse seven, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for everlasting solemn pledge to be, to be a God to you and to your posterity after you. Now that takes you. Now, when I look at the reference, it takes it back to Galatians 3.16. See, it, it's parallel. That's what that, Verse 8. And I will give and I will give to you and to your posterity after you the land in which you are a stranger going from place to place and the land of Canaan for everlasting possession. And I will be their God. 
I'm trying to get you to see that God made a promise to Abraham that he was going to bless his seed exceedingly. Now, let's go back over in closing. Let's go back over to Galatians. Go back over there now. Man, I hope you see what I see. Man, it has trapped. I'm telling you what, has revolutionized my mind and my mouth and my thinking. Now, go back over to Galatians chapter 3. We'll stand down for five version. That'd be a good one. I want to go to verse 29 because I want you to see it. Ladies and gentlemen, body of Christ, sons and daughters of God, it's time to live the Abrahamic lifestyle. It's our covenant. It's our right. Uh, if we have his faith, we can have what his faith brought into his life. Now, now notice this again. I'm marching my time. Praise God. Listen, class. See yourself different. Lift, raise the bar on your life. Position yourself. Now notice, Abraham was still sowing and giving along the way. The Lord told him, give, God told him to see to give. Give me this, 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 this. And so as, as we do this, the Holy Spirit going to direct you in things you need to do because Abraham didn't get blessed but not sowing. He sowed, he obeyed. Uh, he changed. He did the things that the Lord told him to do, and he came out on top of his life. Oh, he had some struggles. He messed up, but he got back up and made it right. That's all God asked. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Now, look at Galatians 3.29. Come on, look at it, body of Christ. And if you belong to Christ, or in him who is Abraham's seed, then you are Abraham's offspring, spiritual heirs. That means inheritance. That means heirship. means you qualify. That means uh, you, you, the wheel. You're part of the wheel that God gave Abraham, this is going to happen to all your children. And so we like reading the wheel now that Abraham, that God left through Abraham for us to receive and live and enjoy as according to the promise. Listen, it's harvest time. Why would the Holy Spirit bring this to us in this beautiful month of November 2021, the year of performance. He's getting ready to perform some things for you, but he needs your faith to shift, need your eyes to shift, need your mouth to shift, need your praise to shift, need your giving to shift, need your obedience to shift, and then you'll see the manifestations of his word in a magnificent way that you've never seen before. He's waiting on you to respond 
just like Abraham. Every time Abraham obeyed, he saw Abraham saw God do something extremely uh, incredible, magnificent, undeniable, irrevocable. Hallelujah. And he's getting ready to do that for all of us in the body of Christ. Tonight, I pray that you've gained some knowledge and understanding. Listen, I'm going to be on this all month long because God has give, laid this thing out. He said, I need you to train my people. I need you to get my people to open their eyes and see I'm ready to download. I'm ready to take them to the next level. Time is short and manifestation is getting stronger and stronger. Father in heaven, we thank you tonight for another opportunity to grow and learn about the blessings of Abraham that is ours through Jesus Christ. Oh, what a wonderful story. What a wonderful revelation of your love and your grace and your mercy toward us as children of God. Now, Father, my prayer is that they will gain courage, confidence, and the charisma to do what they need to do with this message tonight. Help them to change their eyes like I'm changing mine. I have I repented before you because I wasn't seeing myself like you wanted me to see. I wasn't seeing myself through the eyes of Abraham. I was seeing myself through the eyes of me. But now I see myself through the eyes of Abraham, my father, the father of faith, and Jesus, who is part of Abraham's seed, who received this revelation. And we thank you that you're going to do exceedingly manifestations in our lives before the end of the year. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I'm sharing with you the blessed word of God. Now it's an opportunity for you to bless God, to sow into God, to sow into this anointing, this revelation that God has given to us. I'm telling you, I keep saying it, I keep hearing it. God's getting ready to roll out the red copper for us. The kings and priests, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the greatest and finest hour of our father. He's really real, revealing to us. I need you to start living like Abraham, like I blessed Abraham to live. And we'll get into more of that. Uh, and you'll see some things that I think help shift your faith and line you up with God wants you to line up so he could give you what he has for you. Amen. Uh, Minister Jan is going to put on the line uh, how you can sow your seed, pay your tithes, and do the things that, you know, Abraham paid tithes, Abraham sowed seed. You know, Abraham followed the instructions of the Lord and he walked in tremendous blessings of Almighty God. So tonight, uh, I pray that again that you have heard, understood, and have great comprehension and begin to understand. It's time. It's harvest time. What are we harvesting? The blessings of Abraham on our lives. I see it now like I've never seen it before. I got it like I never got it before. And I pray you're doing the same thing. Well, we're going to be Sunday morning. Uh, glory be to the Lamb of God. I feel the glory of God. I feel the presence of God in this room tonight as I minister this powerful word to you. Sunday morning, we'll be together at 8 o'clock. We'll be a communion service. We'll receive communion and uh, and, uh, and whatever less the Lord would have us to do on Sunday morning. So come expecting a great time in the Lord, trusting that he will move mightily and that signs, wonders, and miracles will be manifested among our lives on Sunday morning. We love you. We appreciate you. And uh, just want to remind you, 
it's harvest time. Keep looking, keep expecting, and your harvest going to show up. We love you. We appreciate you. We see you Sunday morning, 8, 8 o'clock. Grace, peace, increase. God bless you.